I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. James here, taking a little break from reading footballers' autobiographies this week because we're trying something eh, a little bit different. So today you're going to hear something we brought to our Football Book Club club members a short while ago. The Football Book Club club, for those who don't know, is our extra special members-only subscription service available on Patreon, where every other week we release an exclusive bonus episode just for our subscribers. They're usually 20 minutes extra chat around the week's book. They're great fun. You get loads of new stuff that you haven't heard before, of course. However, quite often we try these completely different new full-length spins on the Football Book Club format, which is what you're going to hear today in Football Book Club Storytime. Hmm, more on that in a bit. So if you enjoy the show and you want to hear even more of us, please do sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash football book club. It generally really does support the show and it helps us to keep making the podcast for you. Football books aren't cheap. You'll be surprised. Patreon.com forward slash football book club. Okay, who wants a story? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Football Book Club. I'm James Bug, and today, gather round because we're trying something a little different. Now, Usual listeners of the show will know that most episodes we read another footballer's autobiography. We do a, a funny pun at the top and Jack says something very mean about it. But today we're tossing the autobiographies aside. Today is a football book club like no other. But more on that in a minute, because first I want to introduce three very special people who are joining me as always. First of all, Jack Bernhardt. Say hello, Jack Bernhardt. Hello, Jack Bernhardt. Uh, just, just, just hello will do. <laughs> Natasha Frisco. Say hello, Natasha Frisco. Hello. And James Belgian. Say hello, James Belgian. Hello. This is a very nice car. I know. Energy. You're being it's you're very... being too nice. What's going on? I'm creeped oh, yeah. out, to be honest. I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so happened? nice. It's, it's weird. There's, there's no need to be creeped out. There's no need oh, to be creeped God. out. There's no need to be upset or afraid. <laughs> Don't be frightened, children. Uh, <laughs> the tickler is back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how how are you all doing today? You all okay? Better before you started, to be honest. That genuinely much better before you started. <laughs> let's, get, let's get the vibes going well again. Are you, are you, you're super excited. You're super duper excited. I've I written am, down actually. Here. Are you super duper excited to try something new today? Yes, I am. There he is. He's coming out. He's coming back out. Oh, he's, Here he comes. He's inching out. Yeah. Inch, in, oh, inching. Oh, he, he starts off nice, then he gets a little bit angry. A little bit... <laughs> little, little needle here and there. Oh. Don't get angry! Anyway, uh, <laughs> on the show... Sorry, on, no, we, we calm that down. We calm it down. You've all been told about what's going on today. I'll, I'll, again, I'll go into that in a bit more depth, but you're prepared 
<laughs> what we're going to go into. It's always a bonus when you don't have to read a 400-page <laughs> yeah. in preparation. Wait, you didn't read the book? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, without any further ado, listeners, sit yourself down in a circle around us, atop a, a nice comfy pillow or something. Pour yourself a warm glass of milk, preferably plant-based, or just a nice yes. oval team. Because, yes, it's Football Book Club. Story time. And yes, there's a new theme. Hey, motherfuckers! <laughs> so, everyone, the concept of story time is. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to stop doing that voice. The concept of story time is simple, everybody. The four of us have been tasked with bringing to the show today a football related story that we all particularly enjoy. Uh, and, of course, none of us know what the other one's story is. Uh, the story can be old or new, well-known, not well-known. I don't know if I'm doing the voice or not anymore. Am I still it's, doing it's the voice? It's hard to know, isn't it? I it's think, hard. James, I think it's, become, sort of, it's like a parasite. It's become a part of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I figured out what you're trying to do with this anyway, with this with this voice and the story time. You're trying to get that CBeebies gig, aren't That's you? That's what you, I was going to say. Story. He's trying to get yeah. that Kate Middleton And, and all the mums are... Uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, you know full well how much I like to play to the milf crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the James Dog, famous milf hunter. <laughs> 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 the four of us have been tasked to bring into the show today a football story we all particularly enjoy, old or new, well known, not well known, doesn't matter, just one we want to share with the group as long as it's about football. It has to be about football tash. Oh, I'm stressing oh, that yeah. <laughs> at the moment, mm, uh, or at least tangent. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll take a semi. Um, oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> I knew what I was getting into when I started saying it. Uh, also, they have to be stories from the press. I think they can't be made up things because I did. I did ask my friends on a football group chat um, for any ideas, see if it jogged my memory. And most of their stories were just, "I once rubbed Dean Ashton's head," <laughs> or, or "David Seaman uh, taught me how to ca- catch their first fish." Someone told me that, which I didn't realize. That's a good story. Um, more yeah. moment. In, that's more moment in time. I'll get them say, a moment, that's a moment in time. In time. That, yeah, have, okay. that has its own theme music. Exactly. James doesn't act like a weird <laughs> children's TV presenter in that. He <laughs> acts yet. like a Not bizarre yet. Michael Parkinson pseudo <laughs> kind of guy. As many different me's. There's, there's James Berg, Michael Parkinson, James Berg, Milf Hunter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least two. Uh, uh, have we all brought our story with us today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I feel I'm like... not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Feels Just like it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all stood up when James uh, logged on the Zoom today. <laughs> yeah, good I morning, anyway. Mr. Bug. <laughs> After you guys started showing a lack of discipline in previous episodes by trying to take over this, I've started to really make sure you stand up and stuff when I when I walk oh, in. Oh, just on that note, things. thank you everyone for the support of my attempted coup. And don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Let's just. Don't worry. Yeah. That's getting scrapped. That's getting scrapped. That's getting a uh, cut cut from the episode. Uh, I would just dub over that and go. Thank you, James, for being a terrific <laughs> presenter. <laughs> you truly are the hunter of milfs. Uh, I'm going to stop saying that. Um, he doesn't usually lean into it this much. The- <laughs> not usually. Not usually. It's, it's a real subtle part of my character before. However, so we've all brought a story today, which is great. Um, and what we're going to do is going to go around the group, each taking it in turns to tell the others our story. And at the end... We vote on who wins story time this week. That makes sense, right? Yeah, oh, there's a winner yeah. as well. Oh, God, I don't want to. I didn't know there was a winner. I don't want to <laughs> I feel like, story time. I, I, I think feel like has... I've fundamentally misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of... <laughs> that's, I think that's, that's fine. I think that's, um, it, it, today's all about learning. It's all about learning. We're, we're, te- we're testing things out. 
We're trying things out. So if you like it, we'll keep doing it. If you don't, we'll probably just forget about it. Pretend it never, pretend <laughs> we'll it never carry on doing it. Uh, yeah, we're free, we're free. <laughs> that was the way the podcast really it wasn't really much interest in it. First. Still isn't, but we're still doing it. Um, yeah, whoever wins will be crowds. What should we call the winner? King story person, winner of <laughs> winner of hearts and minds. Is there, is there a foot? No, King, there... King Story Person, winner of hearts and minds. I think <laughs> King is... Story Person. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna type that in. Yeah, that is good. I did. Um, I did think if there was a footballer pun uh, on Story, and uh, and all I could get was um, Nicky Story, as in yeah. uh, the former, That's not the bad, former Reading player. Nicky Story's Nikki all right. Uh, Sadio Yane. Uh, all right, let's move on from that you bit. Said, you said you uh, okay. weren't going to do bad puns at the start of the show. <laughs> okay, you're right. King Story Person, winner of Hearts and Minds. Is that's what they're going to be called? As awarded yeah. by yeah. King Milf Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like this. Okay, so do we all understand? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Think so. I, I, perfect. Okay, I actually liked it when you called me sir. I was kind of disappointed I didn't get sir. <laughs> <laughs> do yes, not Mr. like this. <laughs> okay, then who would like to begin? The first ever football book club story time. Don't jump at once. Go on, Jack. Go on, Jack. <laughs> okay, it's not. I, <laughs> I feel like I should, but it'll be a disappointment. <laughs> because well, you can't again, be disappointed feel... if you go first. Exactly. That's why I'm going to go yeah. first. Okay. Uh, okay. That's very good. So, Jack, tell us what is your story. My story is, in fact, oh, it's going to start with a question uh, for all of you. Mm. Uh, who is a player who was signed by Kevin Keegan, won him a cup with a goal, and then played for Manchester United in goal where he did a scorpion kick save? <laughs> is, this a real, is, this a real, is that a real answer? Yes, yeah, there's a real goal. answer to this. I feel like I should know. I, I can't think what cup Kevin Keegan would have won. I feel like the scorpion kick thing should be the more famous thing, but. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Hmm. One of a cup. One a, what cup did did he win? A, was it Simon Newcastle? Yeah, First Simon Newcastle. Around. Well, well, it was something with a team in black and white, and it was at Wembley. Team in black and white, Wembley. Is it? It's good. It's going to annoy Can't you. Be Port Vale. They've only been there twice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's well? Black and white. Fulham. Do you match Fulham for me? Do, have he I did got, match Fulham for me. He was very good. He did. He was, yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, uh, g- give us a clue. Give us a clue. Um, this isn't riddle time, by the way. <laughs> Story time. Uh, he's a very sweet player. Ooh, so, uh, oh, so like Danny, so Danny Sugar or something. Yeah, that's no, not a real footballer, but it'll be. <laughs> and he and player. he played in goal for Manchester United in the Champions John League. John Candy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good goalie, actually. Uh, it would be. A, it would be a very good goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything. Um, oh, this is terrible. Shall I tell okay. you? Please. That's right. It was the honey monster. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yes. In the late 90s, Kevin Keegan starred in a series of adverts where he signed the yes. honey monster and the honey monster scored oh, the winning goal in the cup final where he, he did an amazing header. And then the advert was Honey Monster eating his honey, mo- honey uh, sugar puffs and going, oh, now for the, b- uh, that was the ball, now for the cup, and picks up the cup. And Kevin Keegan gets realized, oh, oh sorry, Honey Monster, get out of the way. Um, it's I do really, remember that. 
it's a very interesting advert. Uh, not only because there were several iterations of it. There's one of this advert. Well, actually, there are, I mean, I'm going to go through all the iterations. It's not really a story, this one, except it does have an interesting point at the end. Um, there's an iteration of this advert that I watched today where Kevin Keegan is eating sugar puffs really, like, really excitedly and going, I've got all my pop-up, sh- uh, all my pop-up people that I can collect with sugar puffs. Here I've got Steve McManaman, and here I've got Alan Shearer. And he drops Shearer and goes, oh no, I've dropped Shearer. And sugar, uh, the honey puffs monster comes in and goes, you've dropped Shearer, you're fired. <laughs> Wait, so the no, wait, the sugar pops also the chairman at some point. Apparently. <laughs> and and Alan Sugar by the sounds of it. And Alan Sugar, yeah. That's true. Alan Sugar Puffs. <laughs> Alan Sugar Puffs. <laughs> um and at the end of the story. Well, no, 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 there is there is weirdly something. Alan more. Sugar was the payoff. That was the payoff. Alan Sugar was the payoff. <laughs> yeah. the, the whole that thing is. was like, that's the end. No, there's so the the he transfers as a strike, so he, he scores this goal, Honey Monster, uh, as, as for Newcastle, where they win a cup, which is the only cup that Newcastle have won in 50 years, uh, and, <laughs> and it was in an advert for Sugar Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> but, interestingly, the next time we see him, he replaces Peter Schmeichel in goal. Peter Schmeichel gets injured and gets stretched <laughs> off, and Honey Monster's like, I'll go in, Peter, and then does an amazing scorpion kick to save like the resulting free kick. <laughs> Yeah, like the Ren Higita kind of style thing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then, at the end, he's eating his sugar puffs again, because every every advert of him has to end with him eating sugar puffs. And he's um, Peter Schmeichel is on the stretcher again, because apparently they didn't carry Peter Schmeichel off the pitch very far. They just carried him to the edge of the the uh, the touchline. And Peter Schmeichel goes, Hey, can I have some sugar puffs, uh, Honey Monster? And Honey Monster says, Sure thing, Peter! And throws the cereal <laughs> at him. And Peter Schmeichel misses it, and then Honey Monster seems to go like, um, "Oh, you dropped it!" <laughs> and Pete Schmeichel just goes to him, "Funny." <laughs> Does he fire him too? <laughs> You're fired. You're fired, Peter Schmeichel. Um, I like how your uh, Honey Monster is kind of like a cross between Gandalf and Fat Bastard out of Austin Powers. <laughs> 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 But, so the interesting story about it is they did this advert in 1996, this advert where, you know, Newcastle win a cup and Kevin Keegan manages him. Um, Sales of sugar puffs in the Sunderland area absolutely plummeted. That's That's funny. After this advert came out, and they didn't, apparently didn't go back up again, and I don't know how true this is. They, in 2009, when I think Newcastle had been relegated and and Sunderland were above them for the probably the first time in quite a while league wise mm-hmm. they did an advert where honey monster is on a like a treadmill at the end of the thing he fin- finishes his workout and then he takes off his jacket and underneath he's wearing a sunderland shirt as if to be like i'm a sunderland player too i'm a sunderland fan as well don't you know don't don't hate me and then apparently sales went back up again no wow <laughs> really apparently are they that gullible the Who man- makes I sugar puffs? Is yes. it Nestle? Can we like find out if this is true? Yeah. This is amazing. This is the worst thing Nestle have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I thought you were going to say at the end. Uh, and bizarrely, uh, under Kevin Keegan's honours on his Wikipedia page, it says <laughs> <laughs> he's counting it. He's I counting will, it. I will say that Kevin Keegan is well up for it in a way that I wasn't expecting. Like he's well up for the advert. I thought he'd be sort of like a little bit naff about it. He's, he's really into it. Interesting. I remember, I, li- I, use, I like footballers in advert. I remember um, 
There was a while when you used to be able to get a football manager or a championship manager game in your in your cereal. Mm. Uh, and there was uh, all I remember the advert is Teddy Sheringham being in goal and the the person going, Dad, you've put Teddy Sheringham in goal and the ball flew past him. That's all I remember. <laughs> I remember from it. And he Aww. he kind of acted didn't it, yeah. And obviously Marcus Rashford was in a serial advert, apparently, which Carl told us last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Well, you know what? And that was a bloody cracking start. That was a great story. story to, sorry, I, I swore I in front of the children. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, I swore. Uh, well, yeah, because Milf Hunter wasn't a problematic name <laughs> for the children at all. I didn't say the F bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't say the F bit to kids. You say Milf as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> milf, Milf, Milf. Well, I think it's going to be hard to follow, but would yeah, anyone else who would like to try and follow Jack and give us their story for this week's story time? Me, I'll go next because I'm scared James is going to be really good. So <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I you um it's weirdly it's turning into very much kind of the um the format which we normally go through in the in the podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. And it I, also I, feels again, a little bit just... like I'm handing my homework in. Like it, yeah, this is, what, this is how tell. I felt. Yeah. Another example of my incredible leadership. Everyone's <laughs> fallen straight into where they should go. Jack Tash, James, James Belgian. Another great episode. Release it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tash, please, what's your story? Okay, so this is one of the best examples of throwing a party when your parents are out of town that I've ever heard. And I can't Ooh. believe they've not made a film of this. Uh, so <laughs> buckle up. So I only heard about this story quite recently. Because, as you may or may not know, Robbie Williams is going to play at Vale Park this summer, which I am very excited about, obviously. And Ah. in an interview, he said that he couldn't wait because the last gig that was played there was in 1981. And I was like, I've never heard anyone talk about a gig at Vale Park. I'm going to have a look at it. And it's amazing. So where Vale Park is, is an area of quite elderly people. Lots of bungalows mm-hmm. in the area. There's a nice park to walk in. You know, it's quite a quiet, quaint area, apart from on a Saturday. And anyway, at the time, lots of the management were really into music, but they could never get the neighbours to agree to let them have any music on. So what did they do? They advertised a free day trip, courtesy of Port Vale, and put coaches on for all of these elderly people, provided lunch, they provided fish and chips for everyone when they got there, and they shipped off all of the local residents without saying a word. All the elder statesmen went to Blackpool for the day on coaches. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and, and what did they do while they were away? They didn't just put a bit of a concert on, no. Turns out the music that they were into was very heavy metal. And who's from Stoke? Anyone know what big metal icon is from Stoke? Mm, Lemmy. Uh, slash. Lemmy oh. as Slash, but Lemmy slash. from Motorhead. I know. Is, oh. Yeah. And so they decided to let Lemmy put a gig on at Vale Park. And obviously it's Lemmy. He didn't just put a normal gig on. The lineup was six serious metal bands headlined by none other than Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, so, holy crap. Yeah. But they also gave him complete free reign of what he wanted. So what else did he want? He wanted people to skydive in when they were moshing. <laughs> so they hired a plane and had people skydive into the stadium, except the weather was bad. So these skydivers ended up landing in people's gardens, and these people who were in Blackpool... <laughs> 
anyway, to bring it back to Football Book Club, in his autobiography, Lemmy said, that was probably our loudest show ever, and by then we'd already earned a reputation for the sheer volume of our gigs. Admittedly, we did like it loud, but that was because we couldn't hear it otherwise because we were deaf by that point. But it was the loudest one we've ever done because they didn't watch what I was doing. They let me build the entire stage out of PAs and speakers. I mean everything. The whole stage was speakers up to the tune of 117,000 watts. We were doing the sound check and a guy from four miles away rang to complain that he couldn't hear his TV. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And here's another fun fact about the show for any metalheads who are listening. Some like guy made a bit of a pilgrimage from California to Burslem to watch Motorhead. And guess who it was? It was none other than Lars Ulrich, who went on to be the lead singer of Metallica. And it was the first time he ever came to the UK. He flew over to Stoke-on-Trent to go <laughs> to this secret OAP bashing concert at Vale Park. And he even commented on it in Rolling Stone recently. It's only a couple of years ago. He said, one of the biggest shows of my youth, one of the most influential shows was the heavy metal show at a place called Port Vale Football Stadium. Brackets, <laughs> soccer. Me and the guys <laughs> flew to Port Vale, not a place, to try and see the show, but it was sold <laughs> yes. out. Long story short, I told someone working there we were friends with Lemmy and we snuck backstage and that's how we became friends. Oh, that's wow. so cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to say um, that the, pe the person who flew back over was Black Sabbath and they took Andy Gray with them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love him to come in there. Yeah. Uh, big, big metal fan, big swimming fan. <laughs> but yeah, they, and there's like a real, really famous picture. I don't know if you've ever seen it of Lemmy and Ozzy Osbourne and it's always like on inspirational Instagram accounts and stuff. And that's at Vale Park and now... And Tom Pope's in the background. And Tom Pope's in the background. <laughs> Tom Pope right. was a twinkle in the eye back then. But yeah, I just thought that wow. story was, was fascinating. That's and I hope Robbie matches it this summer. Yeah, they're going to ship out the old folks for that as well, <laughs> with yeah. that one. I, don't know, that's, I, um, yeah. I really want to meet... Like, my nan lived in the area at the time and she can't remember, but she's daft as a bat, so she won't remember anyway. But I really want to find someone who remembers being sent on this... Like, they heard them in Blackpool because it was pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, 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 that noise. <laughs> Possibly, but yeah. I, this is not. I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by it. I really want to make like a documentary about it. <laughs> That's incredible. That's genuinely brilliant. That is. I mean, go. that is a really good idea for a film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's write so, it. There we go. It, it, it was a fantastic story time, uh, and I, I'm very impressed by the quality so far. Oh, very good shut stories. up. <laughs> <laughs> Laz Ulrich is the drummer, by the way, just in case we get any uh, metal oh, yeah. Metallica fans. Um, Did I say he was a yeah. singer? Oh, I was. Yeah. I was sorry. I was yeah. in my but just, in, just in case we get anyone going, oh, it was the drummer, I not the singer. Me, actually. Yeah. Well, there's the, the, the only person I know who likes metal is you, Jay's Belgian. So you're <laughs> yeah. the one messaging I'm not, in. I'm not a metalhead, but I do like Metallica. And well, James the picture, if anyone wants there. to be a real nerd about it as well, also in the picture is the Motorhead guitarist, Eddie Clark. He's in the middle with the good hair. Eddie with the good hair. Eddie with the good hair. Oh. That was James doing a thing where he said he, he was able to be pedantic, but frame it as someone else being pedantic. Yeah. No, I appreciate yeah. that. Perfect. All, yeah. I'm sick so of it's not these... me saying this. I wouldn't say that to you, Tash. I wouldn't correct you. Why would I correct you? That's just a shitty thing to do. But somebody else might, so I'm just... Some I'm nerd, some fucking every, nerd. Every week I get some nerd in my DMs going, actually, did you know this? And I just message him back and say, I don't care. So just FYI, anyone who's thinking... I do it every week. I don't care. <laughs> 
Yeah, I there frequently message Tash this question. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a few yeah. notes from the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was wrong. Although was nobody wrong. has yet topped my favourite comment from someone who listens in my DMs, which was, you should read less books but post more boobs. <laughs> Which Damn I thought well. was really funny, actually. Oh, the milk hunter's back. <laughs> <laughs> that you is Andy Gray immediately. <laughs> it really tickled me. So. That is our reign for 2022. That's our motivational yeah. phrase. Let's look, post my boobs. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're having a fantastic story time so far. We're having a lovely, lovely, lovely story time. James, would you like me to go next? Oh, oh you've done you one doing as one. well. I did you've done one. Doing one. I've done one as oh, well. Just, just the teacher's was... done the homework too. <laughs> I'm psyched yeah. up to I'm go, cool but you can, you can go now if you want. Would you like me to go? Okay, I, I don't mind. You can go first, okay. James, if you want. Yeah. I'll be lost. Do you want to go? Go back. Yeah, go, I'll go. I'll go. You go. Yeah, I'll go. Mine's, okay. Yeah. I'll try and okay. keep it short. You can stay as long as you want. You don't have to. Oh, okay. All right. I'll drag it out then. <laughs> so, James, what's your story? Right. Well, back in 2003, 4th Division Romanian side, Stuart Nikolai <coughs> Bocescu. Why did you set yourself up with this? <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> I love Stuart Nikolai Bocescu. Excuse me, James, that's not actually how you pronounce yeah. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't um, care. Yeah. Stuart Nikolai Bocescu found themselves in a bit of a quandary. So um, the Romanian League was threatening the club with expulsion 
due to the frequency of pitch invasions and violent <laughs> outbreaks. Sure. So, classic a few poor veil problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the club had a few options, and you'd imagine among these options, this list of options, that they'd, they'd have solutions such as perimeter fencing, increased police presence, lifetime bans for offenders, more stewards. But the chairman, Alexandra Kringus, came up with something <laughs> much more innovative. Kringus. Can anyone guess what it might have been? Oh, uh, to, to stop invasions. Yeah. Did they oh. put tigers on the perimeter? Well, that's not a million miles away, Tash. <laughs> Did they get Did they get Lemmy to do the um <laughs> the, the sound check PA system? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she proposed the idea of building a moat around the pitch, packed full of crocodiles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Like something out of a cartoon. But this wasn't just a facetious suggestion. It actually got to the planning stage. <laughs> so she said, "This is not a joke." We can get crocodiles easily enough and feed them on meat from the local abattoir. The ditch is planned to be wide enough that no one could manage to jump over it. Anyone who attempted to do so would have to deal with the crocs. Uh, And then she said, I think that the problem of fans running onto the pitch would be solved once and for all. Um, I she, also like the way that she says. Sorry, very quickly, she says like, "Don't worry, we can get crocodiles." As if like yeah. everyone in Romania <laughs> yeah. is going to be like, "Where are you getting these crocodiles <laughs> yeah. from?" Yeah, there's, there's no there's no crocodiles in Europe. <laughs> well, she actually talks about this. She said, oh. she, "So she went on to say, I saw a crocodile in a pet shop. I don't know where that was. <laughs> I asked how much it cost, and when I found out they're only four hundred seventy euros, I went straight to the local business to sponsor them." That's not as um not as catchy a nursery rhyme, is it? That one. How much is that crocky in the window? Four hundred seventy euros, actually, oh, okay. to be precise. If oh, a local by the way, business she... sponsored them, would they get like their name on the back and stuff? On, on the, the back of the crocodile. Yeah, could yeah. you get like a little Branded. plaque on them? That would yeah. be cute. Well, as wow. a, as a crocodile is tearing apart a supporter, you're like, oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Or you could put numbers on them and bet on them. That would be cool. Yeah, that's a different sport. Sorry, yeah, but you know, it might move up the divisions, get the money in. Wow, there we go. So, um, yeah, and by the way, she wasn't just saying th- these quotes, they weren't just saying them to like some local Romanian newspaper. She was saying them to UEFA.com. She was actually, <laughs> this was what the interview was. was wow. She said, um, as soon as it's warm enough, I'll introduce them to the ditches. No fan will be brave enough to jump across the ditch. Um, and also, she accounted for the fact that obviously players could fall into the. Exactly. Into I was going to ask about this. Which would obviously probably kill the vibe a bit. Um, as much as you could kill a vibe at a fourth division Romanian league game. Um, so I the might, plan... Somebody might pick up the vibe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, actually, Gladiator style. Um, so the plan was to create the, uh, the moat far enough from the pitch in order to prevent such a thing happening. So like, I was thinking, not so, only would it stop so the fans from away. getting onto the yeah. pitch, it would stop them from actually seeing the pitch as well. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I have the idea of being like, oh, you know, like most places have a have a like a racing track around the pitch, and you're yeah. like, that's quite far away from the action. Yeah, we've got the moat. We've got the moat. It's got to be. Yeah, we've got the moat. Feet. The crocodile moat. It'll be hundred feet. Um, yeah, and, and now you might be thinking, wait, doesn't Romania get pretty cold? Yes, it does. Yeah. So in the winter, it can be minus thirteen, fourteen. I think it was. <gasps> that's why the plan included the installation of electric pipes that would keep the water heated during <laughs> the cold weather for the crocodiles to be nice and comfy. Oh my god! It's just, makes me think of that Simpsons bit when they're like um, with all the lizards running around. Yeah, yeah we're right. sending, we're sending, we're sending cats, and then they're sending gorillas to get the yeah. cats. Or and the gorillas like will simply freeze, freeze to, to death. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm also, not understanding I, how a, a fourth-tier football team has got the budget for this. I was going to say that surely you'd be, you'd be as a player, you'd be like, we've like busted our entire budget. Yeah. <laughs> we could have had a striker and we've got crocodiles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but no who's going to bring left. more people in? Would you rather go yeah. and see a like a team with another striker or a team or with croc- crocodiles? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I, a spectacle. They need to get um, a team up in Scotland to do it. Oh my God, there's most dad joke I've ever done in my life. <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, crocodile Dundee. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's what they could rename themselves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, no. The new feature that we were hoping to launch today <laughs> has been cancelled. <laughs> Everyone stop listening about the 30 minute mark. <laughs> Not saying it was entirely to do with the crocodile dundee joke. But it was it was around that bit. Wow, that is a That's that a great a, story. That is a great I'd story. Like, so then did it just end? Did they? Just... It went to local authorities who were actually considering it. They were actually considering it, but then it just never came into fruition. I'm not sure why. I mean, I am sure why. Peter but... Until the... until today. Until <laughs> until yeah. Dundee picked up the idea. Be <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, have you heard this football podcast? They were saying we should get some crocodiles in. <laughs> Didn't we promise that we'd never do a Scottish accent? Scottish we did. Podcast. We did. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> She's we not also, here this week, turns off. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, James, what are you doing in my moat? <laughs> <laughs> um, James, by the way, I mean, I, I mean this in the nicest way. I could very much uh, see that story being included in some kind of Alan Hansen anthology about funny football stories. Oh, that is such a compliment. Thank you. That is the highest praise you can get. I really really could see it as that, and you're welcome. Well, look, another terrific story. We have three great stories so far. A lot of pressure on me. That's all we have time for (laughs) on story time. (laughs) No. You're the one one who's who's loyal to me still. You're the only one who's loyal to me. (laughs) I will destroy all of you. Uh, Yeah, so my story this week. It's a story I don't know if any of you remember. But for some reason, I remember it very... I I think about it quite a lot. My story is the time Sol Campbell forgot how old he was. Uh, (laughs) Now, look, with with that noise, Jack, I know know, uh, you'll all think this is a cheap shot of me uh, as a Spurs fan, just going after Sol Campbell, uh, you know, for anything. But I've got got no grudges against Sol Campbell. That was a long time ago. It doesn't matter who it is. Anyone forgetting their age on their birthday... Is funny, and it just so happens, and especially very publicly, and it just so happens to be Sol forgetting his birthday in this case. And it, it's not—it's not just a simple forgetting. It gets it gets increasingly strange the whole way through it. Or as one newspaper described it, Sol Campbell seems to forget how old he is in botched Twitter video. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent use of botched. Um, so, anyone that ring a bell to anyone so far? It does. It does. Yeah. It it okay. does because I think you've told me about it before. <laughs> <laughs> I think I definitely have. Um, so this happened in 2018, and it happened on 18th September 2018 or to be more specific, former Spurs and Arsenal captain Sol Campbell's birthday. So Sol wakes up on the morning of his birthday, jumps on Twitter, he's in a good mood, uh, it's his birthday, it's his birthday, and he uh, gets he jumps on Twitter and he records a little portrait selfie video of himself in what looks like a lobby, a very fancy looking lobby, he might have stayed in a hotel overnight to celebrate his birthday, who knows, and he's reacting to his big day and he goes, 43 years old today, yes, Sol Campbell, he begins, which wouldn't be that interesting a story, except... As we all know, Sol turned... Well, I say we all know, but you can all guess, Sol turned 44 on 18 September 2018. And even though that's weird, it wouldn't be that interesting a story. 
except for the fact Sol is immediately really, really adamant that he's 43 years old. <laughs> so, oh, no. as mentioned, he kicks off by going, uh, 43 years old today. Yes, Sol Campbell. That's what he says. And then he goes, got to get it right, though. Some people thought I was 44 for some strange reason. No, I am definitely 43. Which is, which is a really weird thing to begin with, to say in your own birthday <laughs> message in the first place. I cannot quite... I'm assuming like maybe people were messaging him as he woke up saying happy 44th birthday or something. And he was like... 44? So either he's, either he thinks it can't be the case, he's generally forgotten that that is his birthday, or he's pretending he's not 44 for some reason, taking a year off. Either way, <laughs> I cannot make this clear enough. The internet says Sol Campbell is 44, and that's all we've got to go on. Everything suggests that he's 44. So he carries on by saying, um, thank you for all the kind messages around the world, deeply touched by that, etc., etc. And he says, uh, hopefully I'm like, fine wine, you know, gets better with age. One year older, one year wiser. It's classic birthday stuff. Sure, sure. Um, it's, it's the type of thing you get in a card in the post it, office. Yeah. Exactly. And then he says, but stay strong, everybody out there. Keep positive and keep striving for a brighter future. Post to socials. There we go. Sol is 43. Has to be. Has to be 43. Perhaps the internet is wrong. Perhaps the date was on, incorrect on there. Anyway, minutes later, the video is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, presumably he had a lot of messages coming through to that point or perhaps Sol just in the nice possible way got a calculator out maybe to figure <laughs> out the difference in time and instead in its place is a video of Sol uh, now in his car not in the lobby re-recording the message but instead of addressing the error in the pre previous uh, video he just reads the exact same message without mentioning his age once not mentioning his age in there at all he goes hi Sol Campbell here. Thank you for all the kind messages around the world. Hopefully I'm like fine wine, you know, gets better with age. One year older, one year wiser, as the good old saying goes. Yeah, it's good this time. But stay strong, everybody out there. Keep positive and keep striving for a brighter future. And then nothing was ever said about it again. <laughs> that was it. That was it. No one knows at all why. I cannot find anything on the internet of why it happened. Whether it was just a genuine mistake, it seems, or a, like he genuinely just did forget how old he was on his birthday. But there's no further explanation. Nothing else. It happened. Someone, thankfully, captured both the videos. You can find them online of him doing these uh, these two clips. I was going to put them in today, but I don't, I don't know how legal that is, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't know how legal it is <laughs> to play that in there. Um, it just happened. It was forgotten about and now, uh, until now. Can you, can you forget your own birthday? Well, have you Guys, seen you that think? video of Joey Essex on this morning with Phil and Holly? And they ask him how old he is, and he's like, I'm, I don't know how old he is. He's like, I'm 27. I'm 29 next year. And they're like, you can't, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm 27 now and I'm 28 in November and then I'm 29 oh. next year. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, did we just get outwitted by Jerry Essex? And it's, it's, it's a bit, maybe but he did that. The difference is he hasn't outwitted anyone because he's just got it wrong. Whereas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, Joey Essex is factually correct. There is no fact whatsoever in, in Sol Campbell's. Unless Campbell's. like Holly and Philip were watching at the time of watching Sol Campbell's video and were like messaging him. Going, Hang like, on, we've had this before. Sol, Sol, yeah, Sol, you got it wrong. Once we had Joey on last week. You got, but yeah, it's bizarre. I, 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 I can forget my own age. I can imagine, I can imagine mm. like going like, you know, going, I, oh, I'm 31. Oh, shit, I'm 32. Whoops. And then immediately... I, I probably wouldn't uh, record it as a message or something like that. And I, I definitely wouldn't go, no, I'm 100% 31 years old. Everyone keeps saying I'm 32. I would, if people kept messaging me that, I would start doubting myself and, and double-checking a few times. I, I frequently forget my own age, but not on a birthday, because I'm just like, I was born in this year. I'll minus that from this current year. <laughs> I have the it's, age it's, that I am. It's simple maths, and if any, we, we, we love maths in this podcast. Everyone knows that. We love maths. Well, That's maybe, the height of the show when we do a division by four. Been, maybe he'd been and had a bit of, you know, a little bit of 
work done and a bit yeah. of, and he was like do you know what actually i don't want people to keep thinking that i'm getting old i'm looking I, better than ever you know i did think that i did think that i did think that and actually he, he does look pretty good i walked into yeah. him in boots in um westminster once is this a moment in time? <laughs> I, I once bought. Uh, actually, he was he was he was, um, he was looking at shampoo next to me. Uh, in because I think his partner. I know, oh. right? He hasn't got any hair, but his partner um, <laughs> owned the office opposite Channel Four Music, where they used to be. So I used, I used to I used to see him quite a lot, dressed as like a country gent walking this around. Sorry, I thought you were about to say audience. his his uh, partner owned several wigs, so he needed to wash them. <laughs> <the shampoo. laughs> yeah. well, that's had a very hairy partner. Point. Very yeah. No, that was it. That was that. And uh, yeah, I, I did think perhaps you're right, Tash, that he could have been lying about that just to protect himself from the internet. But then there was so much on the internet immediately mm. that he, he gave up. You could, if, if that was the case, you could go, no, 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 Wikipedia's got the age wrong. And no one's going to start checking his birth certificate and stuff. Mm. I think people would yeah. believe at that point. But Unless he, unless there was a series of, unless his like, lawyer said <gasps> wait, so for legal wait. reasons. Wait, what if it's like the Nadine from Girls Aloud thing? Oh, do you remember this? Yeah. I do, of course I remember that, yeah. It was uh, from Pop Stars Ireland. Yeah, maybe what if it's like that? What if he said years ago, yeah, I'm 16, I can play. And then he actually was 15 and he wasn't allowed to or something and he's just let it go forever and then he dubbed himself Take in. that man's England caps away yes. from him now. Lovely <laughs> oh, <laughs> soul. <laughs> lovely soul. I'm ending on that episode. That's getting cut. Lovely soul. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> soul. <laughs> anyway, that was, um, and that was all our stories. Thank you everyone for bringing all your stories yeah. in today. That was, that was, that was terrific fun. That was terrific mm. fun. I learned a lot. I learned about crocodiles. Yeah. I learned about Lemmy. I learned about Kevin Keegan. It was terrific. <laughs> and, 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 and now, look, we, we, all, we said it from the very beginning. There is a competitive element to this, which I don't think any of you knew going into this. But no, I thought, you know, a bit of healthy competition going into it. Um, and, of course, we all need to know who's going to be named. Uh, what was it called again? King Story uh, Person, King Story Winner, Person, of, Hearts Winner of, Hearts of Hearts and Minds. <laughs> we need to know who's going to be named, named that. So let's go around the group. Who should be crowned winner this week? Jack, who brought the best story? Uh, oh, it's tough. For me... Uh, I think it's James Balgen. I think just a, just ahead wow. of uh, Port Vale. Port, the Port Vale. I'm, I'll be honest, James, <laughs> James Bond. The tale of Sol Campbell forgetting his name was fun, but I don't think I'm going what? to. I'm not going to go into a party when someone a dinner says, party dinner party and someone says like, "Oh, do you have any good football stories?" <laughs> uh, yes, uh, actually. Uh, uh, Quite charming anecdote about this one time, uh, you know, Solomon Campbell. Uh, yeah. I'll be uh, like, this one team had some fucking crocodiles around there all yeah. One time, Lemmy at a Jack, concert. You can't, you can't say the F word. You have to hide it in an acronym. Sorry, that's the only that's way true, you can yeah. say it around children. We know that. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's James Balgen for me. James Balgen. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> dash, dash. Who, who do you think brought the best stories today? Uh, it's It's got to be the crocodiles. I'm sorry. Nice. It's gotta be. Uh, I, I, James Balgen is looking like is already a foregone conclusion. My only issue with this story oh. is I'm gonna I'm gonna want to tell people, but I'm never gonna remember the name of the team. That's a, that's a very good point. One Doesn't more time, matter. James. Sorry. <laughs> One more time with the name. What were they called? Oh, I'm a, I haven't got my nuts up now. So I'm try <laughs> Stour, Nikarai, something. Okay. Yeah, Stour Nikarai something. There you go. Yeah. That's the story. Snappy, snappy, croc FC. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> United. Um, James Balgen, who was uh, who's your who's 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 the inaugural winner of Storytime? Well, they were all good. It was a hard decision. 
I as a as a lover of metal music, some of it, I'm gonna have to go with that fascinating story that I'd never heard before. Um, there we go. Mainly for the Ozzy Osbourne bit, because I'm a big big fan of Black Sabbath. Okay. There we go. Okay. Perfect. There we go. That, well, that, that uh, a point to Tash, and uh, I am going to say like, I'm going to go with the consensus. I loved everyone's stories. I'm really, I, I'm very impressed by the level already being set in the first ever episode of this. However, uh, the Crocs have got it. The Crocs have yes. got it. I have to, I have to say, Good. Uh, which means, which means <laughs> our inaugural King Story person, winner of hearts and minds, <laughs> is James Belgian. And I'm going to play some music. How do you how, how do Rob you feel, Green. James? Rob Green, <laughs> Rob Green, Rob Green. <laughs> how do you feel, James? I feel thing? honoured. I feel um, humbled by the whole the whole process. Um, <laughs> and I, I was actually preparing um, not to win, not to win a speech, but I was actually going to ask you if I could take on the mantle of Chief Min- Milf Hunter. So um, <laughs> don't have to do that now. Because I've won but, the prize. Un- until the next episode, you can be Chief Mill Hunter. You're Chief Mill Hunter. I'm, I, you. I, I, I pass that on to you. I pass it on to you. Uh, and uh, this doesn't mean that however, next time you have to go first. That's, that's the one, okay. that's the one yeah. thing. That's what, that's what a king must do. Uh, if you have a story for us or one you'd like to tell the Storytime group, please do get in touch with us on Twitter, at Footy Book Club, Instagram at Football Book Club, or if you're a member of the Football Book Club club, message us on there. If you're not a member, please do sign up for bonus content. Uh, you also get a free uh, book club book, book, bookmark. I thought it was called there for a second. And also we, we'll, we try out little ideas like this over on there. So that's www.patreon.com forward slash football book club. But that's all for this week. Let us know if you like this. And Ooh. I'm going to go back to the voice from the beginning. Oh, let us no. know. Let, let us know if you like this. And perhaps perhaps we'll do it again at some point. Perhaps we'll all join in again. Yes, children. Yes, children. <laughs> let us know. Silly old soul forgot his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon for more autobiography action on Football Book Club. Until then, say goodbye, Jack Bernhardt. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tash Frisco. Goodbye, Uncle James. Please don't make me sit on your knee again. (laughs) (laughs) And say goodbye, James Belgium. Goodbye. And kids, keep reading. (laughs) That's so sweet. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Frisco and James Belgian. The show was created and produced by James Bug. The theme music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is using the Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back in a fortnight where we'll be back to reading Footballer's Autobiographies, next time reading Frank Lampard's Totally Frank. Let us know if you enjoyed Storytime and you want us to make more of them. Contact us on our socials. And remember, this episode was brought originally to our subscribers to the Football Book Club Club. And if you'd like to sign up to that, please head to our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash footballbookclub. We'll see you next time. Hi, we're Football Book Club Podcast, and we need your support now. Let's let's drop the appeal music. Hi everyone, James here, and I just want to tell you about the brand new Football Book Club Club, which you can join to receive bonus weekly episodes, access to exclusive member events, and your very own Football Book Club book book bookmark, all for the same price as a used copy of Darren Huckabee's 2007 book, 
Hucks. So if you enjoy the podcast and need to hear more afterwards, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 